Welcome to the Heart Ventures Podcast. I'm Dee Dee Morris. And I'm Krista McNally. And we're here to remind you about the importance of prioritizing adventure, whether near or far in your day-to-day life. So whether you're a seasoned traveler or someone who enjoys their wine with the side of wanderlust, you're in the right place. All right. So hi, everyone. This is a really exciting podcast for me because for anyone who may know me in my personal life, you will know that The Challenge is one of my favorite TV shows, uh, which is funny because Dee Dee has like never seen an episode or doesn't even know what we're talking about. (laughs) So when I told her that our next guest had said yes to coming on here, She is the latest champion of the Challenge USA. And (laughs) even beyond that title of Challenge Champion, which congrats, by the way, Desi. (laughs) Thanks. um, She is someone who in her first season, she just struck me. Like, I don't know if people tell you, you just have like a calm presence and just like, I don't know. Do you get that feedback? Yeah, I do. It actually made Josh dislike me this season. Like, that's why Josh disliked me. Cause he was like, I can't read Desi. She's just like, so calm. Like, I was like, yeah, that's just my personality. Like you want me to be a wreck, but he wanted me to be a wreck. Yeah, exactly. See, and I love that. And I love that the edit shows that because I just got this sense of groundedness from you. And for anyone who watches the show, you know, that she got screwed over in her first season by a partner that quit, which really sucked. And then to see her move on and become the champ this season, it was just like, yes, the best comeback story. (laughs) So there's lots of podcasts out there that go into the details of like behind the scenes of the challenge and that this whole season for Desi. But what we're hoping to do today is more so dive into who she is, where she's come from, what has led her here today. So with that, Desi, I'll let you say hello and maybe just tell people where you're talking to us from today. Sure. Hi, everyone. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to talk to like women who are trying to empower other women because, yeah, I do do a lot of podcasts and a lot of them are strictly about gameplay and the challenge and we go back and forth. But like this is exciting to be discussing something new. Um, So I live in Mm -hmm. Los Angeles. I'm a physical therapist by trade. I own a home health agency and a mobile PT clinic. Um, I played on Survivor many, many moons ago and then had the opportunity to come back and play the challenge, um, which was both a terrifying and exciting experience all at once. Um, I also love to travel. I love adventure. So I'm a nervous adventurer, but I like to do it nonetheless. Nice. (laughs) Amazing. It's so nice to have you here. And I will honestly say I don't I I really am not a fan of reality TV shows. Krista will know I tease her about it all the time <laughs> because for only one reason, they stress me out. I that's mean, that's it. fair. That's fair. Yeah. Like who are you don't want to watch TV to be stressed. You're trying to like disconnect and no. <laughs> relax. So it's I get just it. too much realness. I like I like fakeness. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's some fakeness, too. To be to be fair. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> totally. Is. Yeah. But yeah, I don't I yeah. can't uh it's too um it's like watching Ben Stiller movies. It's like too it's too much. I can't I can't I don't know. I can't regulate through them. Yeah. I, I, I feel the same way about like shows like Jackass, like that sort of thing, where it's like you just yes. are watching people potentially get harmed over and over again. And I'm like, Yes. How yeah, is, how is this funny? Like I can't I'm like my butt cheeks are clenched this whole time. This is not fun. Yes. Yeah. 
But like Dee Dee, back in back in the day, you never watched Survivor or anything like that. So I have watched. I think I watched the first season of Survivor. Yeah, you had to have, and that was who, it. Who didn't? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I definitely watched the first season. I don't know if I watched any other ones after that, but I did like it. Like it was, you know, it was interesting because it was like one of the very first ones ever done right was yeah yeah I mean they called themselves like the oldest Mm -hmm. yeah it was a whole new phenomenon of tv back then and of course we had like very limited options I was actually talking about about my fiance yesterday like our kids will never know what it's like to only be able to watch what's on tv and the only time you get a new movie is if you convince your parents to take you to blockbuster on friday like (laughs) yes they will never know that feeling don't get it they don't understand We tell them that all the time because they freak out when we tell them to turn the TV off and they're like, but I need to watch the end. And I'm like, you can actually watch the end tomorrow. It's not going anywhere. Right. (laughs) And then I'm always just like, well, if you had watched it when we watched it, yes, I can understand that point. Exactly. (laughs) You might never see the ending if you didn't catch it. Now it's like, eh. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And Desi, congrats on your engagement. I saw your photos on Instagram they're gorgeous I'm very excited congratulations (laughs) that's awesome and yeah so Didi's a photographer by trade so yeah Didi you should go check them out they're awesome photos oh nice yeah I will for sure yeah actually my fiance's cousin uh and her boyfriend took them for us so I mean they're they're photographers but that that worked out really nicely It's so nice to to know somebody who is a photographer. It makes you feel more relaxed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Desi, one question I do have, I noticed in our emails back and forth, your name says Dr. Desi Williams. Oh, does it say that? I mean, I mean, that's accurate. I have a doctorate degree in physical therapy. So my email signature may say doctor. I didn't realize I did that. (laughs) Okay, tell us about that. So so yeah, like where did physical therapy fit in between like Survivor and the challenge and where is it in your life yeah, right so now? Yeah, I, so I, I mean, right out of undergrad, I essentially went to physical therapy school, um, which is a three-year doctorate program. I actually had to take a year off of PT school because I did the pageant circuit. It's just like, I can't believe it was 10 years ago at this point, but I was Miss Virginia in two, 2013. So I took a year off for that. That's when I kind of got involved in television entertainment a little bit more. Um, And then I went back and finished my doctorate degree. So, I mean, physical therapy is a pretty huge part of my life. It's what pays my bills. I mean, except for this, you know, huge payout I just got from the challenge. Typically speaking, I pay for my life using physical therapy. Um, But I mentioned earlier, I started my own company. So uh, me and then another friend of mine, also a physical therapist, started a home health agency and a mobile physical therapy and occupational therapy business. So we provide PT like solely in people's homes. Uh, we're finally at a part, okay. in a, like a place in the business and like this cash windfall helped that. But we're finally at a place in the business where mostly we have other therapists who are working for us. We've got a team of therapists who uh, oh. do the majority of patient visits. And I personally do very few. I have one visit this afternoon, but like most days mm-hmm. I don't have to actually treat any patients. I'm just like managing our staff and coming up with marketing strategies and right. more on that side of things yeah. at this point. They must be like, wow, we have the coolest boss ever. <laughs> I actually don't know <laughs> how many. Okay. So this is, so I use Desiree as like my professional name and then Desi's like my TV okay. name, which I still think people could probably <laughs> Google it, but I, I don't actually think most people know, like, I, I mean, unless yeah. they like find me on social media or that sort of thing. Like, I don't, I don't know that all of our therapists know that I 
do reality TV. And certainly like the patients don't, unless they see me and then they're like, did yeah. I see you on? And I'm like, yeah, that was me. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Krista's really showing how much she loves reality TV right now by by like being astounded that people might not know. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I had no idea who you were before she Yeah, exactly, so exactly. I will say this season, I've been more recognized. Like, I probably get recognized once a week now, like, if I'm out in the world. Yeah. But before, like, I'm just, like, nobody knows yeah. who I am. Makes sense. I feel like that's yeah. a perfect amount of recognition, right? Like, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, totally. Like, I, I, I want to be anonymous. I don't want to be, like, super famous, and then you can't do anything. So, yeah, yeah. it's nice for people to, like, recognize yeah. me, but it's also weird because this is my third show. This is the first time I've been recognized. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Right. So you said in your intro that you um, are a nervous, a nervous adventurer or a nervous traveler. What do you mean by that? Um, I mean, I think I mean it. So this is actually something that I think developed in my thirties, something about turning 30 made me like, I don't know, maybe like mortality became a bigger fear to me, but I get nervous now getting on airplanes, like take it, take off. Like for the first like five minutes, mm -hmm. I'm like, I just pray and like in a, in a loop, I'm just like saying the Lord's prayer over and over. And I don't know yeah. why, I don't know where this came from. I've been traveling my whole life, uh, but I don't let it stop me from booking the trip. Um, I'm also like afraid of heights, but I will still, I mean, on the challenge, they have us doing all these crazy high up things and I, I do them anyway. Um, so that's what I mean. Nice. Like every, a lot of things make me nervous, but I'm also like we mm -hmm. only live once most people don't die when they yeah. do this so yeah <laughs> I'm just gonna give it a try <laughs> and so okay so just hearing you say that it makes me think about um and again just thinking back to the challenge this last season it really featured your like female friendships and how you were in kind of like this threesome of a female mm -hmm. friendship and then I heard you say that you're in business with a friend I'm just wondering if you can talk about like the female friendships in your yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. I think there is nothing more powerful than like a strong female friendship. Because I think we're sort of in this world where we have a lot of acquaintances, like because we follow these people on Instagram and like we're, we're so involved in other people's lives who are essentially strangers. Um, but I think it's really important that people yeah. who you can truly trust, like I don't know, to like really and truly value that. So it's important for me to empower other women. It's important for me to feel empowered by women. And I truly believe like you're as successful as like the five people you spend the most time with. And I think that's what really attracted me to my fiance mm. is like most of the guys I dated, I was always like, mm, you're kind of lazy. But just because I'm, I'm also kind of a workaholic, if I'm being honest. Um, but he's also like <laughs> a workaholic. So sometimes I look at him and I'm like, am right. I the lazy one? Like, let me do a little bit. Let me do a little bit more work. Um, but I just think it's, I just think in a world where it's so easy to just be jealous and envious of other people, um, that it does take an extra effort to be like, no, like, let me think of like, let me remove these negative thoughts. Let me remove these jealous thoughts from my head. And instead, like, see that person as something to aspire to or as a motivator um and vice versa yeah or someone to learn from exactly too. exactly yeah I just think it's important and and it's hard like I do have to consciously do it like I'm on Instagram too and I'm like oh yeah. this person's doing so and so and they've got xyz but it's also like good for them like if they can do it I can do it too so it's, I think a reframing 
And you and your fiance, are you guys on the same page when it comes to adventure and travel in your personal life? Yeah, yeah. He's a big, big, big traveler. Um, I think we're both fortunate that our parents modeled that, like not so much adventure, but both of our parents traveled independent, independently. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, he's probably a little bit more adventurous than I am. Like he will... I will never forget. We went on this hike and I invited like a very new girlfriend who's now one of my good, good, good friends, probably because of this. And it was a 13 mile hike. (laughs) And at one point in the hike, we were literally like scaling the side of a mountain, like scaling the side of a mountain. Like the only, like if your foot slips, you're literally dead. And I kept thinking like, there's gotta be another path. Like we just, we sat there probably for like 20 minutes and I was like, we don't want to find another path. And we're sure we don't find another path. And he was like, no, it's not that big of a deal. Just do it. And so we did it, but he's more adventurous than I am for sure. And we survived. We lived to tell about it. That friend is still my good friend now. God, she didn't fall off the side of that. And like, who was the stranger you were hanging up? Yeah. She was hanging out with a stranger and somehow ended up on the side of a a cliff. Oh gosh. Um, But yeah, he, he loves adventure (laughs) and and he definitely pushes me outside of my comfort zone in that arena. Yeah. That's so good. Cause some people we ask, like they are on a whole different level than their partner. And I would think that's so interesting. Like that would be hard. Yeah. Our big thing Mm -hmm. right now is skydiving. He really wants to go skydiving. Oh, I am actually terrified. But you're afraid of heights. Yeah, I'm terrified. Like I've I've actually I've bungee jumped before. I don't know why. Right. I, do, I feel like I can't skydive though. It's just like too high. Well, if you continue to do the challenge, I feel like that's coming your uh, way. So maybe you should practice. Uh, uh, that, uh. Yeah, that one freaks me out too. I I am definitely I have I get vertigo. So it's I don't know for sure if I'm afraid of heights per se, but I definitely get vertigo and I'm afraid of climbing ladders, but skydiving. I don't know if I could do it. I don't know. Someone might have to just push me out of the plane. Same. And if I were on the challenge, then I trust that like I would either push myself or I'd be attending you're attached to someone. So I'd be like, just jump because I'm not going to. But oh, plus they would have safety measures in place for something like that. Right. Like they wouldn't just like put you in a plane and say go for it without like making sure you're not going to die on the tv yeah show. exactly you have to do go tandem unless you're like really <laughs> really really highly experienced then you have to have like somebody strapped on you who's done it a million yeah. times but but that yeah. being said Didi, they did skydive once and one of the guys jordan he broke his leg <gasps> but no one knew and he continued to go on and win that season Oh my God. Jordan's a monster. Jordan is superhuman. Yeah. He's literally superhuman. <laughs> and uh, so Desi, what can you tell us about any early childhood adventures or memories that you have? I actually think I had an adventure adverse childhood. Like I think I had the opposite of an adventurous Ooh. childhood. My parents were very, my parents are indoorsy people, very indoorsy mm-hmm. people. So we never really did anything mm-hmm. that was like like my sister and I would try things and it would freak my parents out. Like, you know, we had a trampoline mm-hmm. and we'd be doing flips on the trampoline and we'd go on vacation and we'd be like way far out in the ocean. And neither of my parents, my mom knows how to swim, but she like doesn't do the water. Um, so I always joke with my mom that like she raised me to be afraid of the world because she mm-hmm. sort of, I mean, she sort of did like just because they are yeah. not those kinds of people. So I think I've really pushed the envelope of my family where they 
do you think I'm kind of crazy? Like, why would you want to go on Survivor and live on a deserted island? Like, why would you want to go on the show where you know you're going to be hanging off the side of a building? Um, but I don't know. For me, I'm just like, life is so short. And I think I'm faced with that every day at work where I'm seeing people whose lives change, like, mm -hmm. In the blink of an eye, they get in a car accident. All of a sudden, they can't walk. Like they have a stroke, and all of a sudden, yeah. they're bed bound. Like I see that every day, but yeah. I'm just like, if the opportunity comes, yeah. like why wouldn't I take advantage of it? Why not do yeah. it? Yeah. But yeah, my my childhood yeah, was I not. That. I mean, we traveled a lot, but in terms of like true adventure, I'm almost nil. Like. <laughs> Right. So when you traveled a lot yeah. with your family, what kind of traveling did you do? Oh, I don't even, I mean, we, I mean, I remember going to Jamaica as a child, to Hawaii as a child. Where else did we go? We went to Russia once as a child. I know that's a weird family vacation. I mean, but no. we had like a family member. That, who I was just going to say that sounds very adventurous. So I guess location wise was adventurous. And like we try adventurous kind of adventurous yeah. foods, but in terms of like, I guess right. when I think of adventure, I think of like extreme sports or like things that are scary. We never did anything. Okay. That was okay. Scary. Um, we did a lot scary. of indoor activities. Did you try surfing when you went to Hawaii? Um, I did not. I did not. We, I mean, I've tried surfing here. I live in LA. Um, so I, I have a surfboard. Oh, yeah. I'm right. really, really, really bad at it. Um, like really bad. I've been told Hawaii is the place to learn. So we need to go back. It's like a surfing trip. Yeah, I've been told that too. My husband is a surfer and he learned in Hawaii yeah. when he, he used to live in Calgary and then his family would go to Hawaii every so often and he and he learned there and then we moved to the East Coast and he surfs out here. Where do you guys where but do you guys yeah, live in the he, East Coast? Where did, do you surf in the East Coast? In Nova Scotia. Oh. I'm Nova sure Scotia. the water is freezing. Yeah. Yeah, and they surf in the winter a lot, and they come home with like icicles hanging off of their oh eyelashes. Oh my gosh! I thought the winter here was bad. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's crazy. No, come to Nova yeah. Scotia. Yeah, I will never complain about the water being cold in they LA do the again. Challenge in Nova Scotia. No, not. I mean, at least not my season. <laughs> Croatia was the perfect weather. No. <laughs> Only Croatia for me. <laughs> oh yeah. So how did you like Croatia? Cause so Didi and I like, we lead these retreats for women and Croatia is somewhere on my list. Oh, so I'm just wondering mm -hmm. your experience. Amazing. Amazing. Maybe the, my most favorite place I've ever been to, honestly, because the countryside wow, really? is so like green and beautiful. We spent most of the time, like kind of in the countryside, but like just rolling Hills, everything green spread mm -hmm. out, like just gorgeous. But then the coast is also like the Aegean Sea. So it's crystal blue waters. Like the food was good. It's kind of like a mix between like Mediterranean and Italian food with like fresh pasta and truffle is like huge in Croatia. So like truffle, everything. Ugh, amazing. You guys, that sounds Croatia amazing. I love those. amazing. So people can't see this video, but Desi was just like swaying her body <laughs> in like the romance of this. I love it. Yeah. I am like now obsessed with Croatia. I've told everybody like, you got to go to Croatia. So 10 out of 10 recommend. Yeah, that's really cool. Do you have uh, a travel experience that has like, that stands out to you that's shifted you somehow? Mm, I do. I do. Um, so in college, I studied abroad in China. Um, so I spent like seven weeks in China. And at the end of our trip, 
we decided to hike. It's called Tiger Leaping Gorge. It's like one of the deepest gorges in the world. It's like a, I think it, anywhere between a three and five day hike. But we're dumb college students. This is also 2010. So like, let's think back to the context of 2010. Like it was before we had iPhones, at least. I don't know if other people did. So we didn't have smartphones. Yeah. Like you have a, a digital camera with an SD card, like it's just like yeah. a different time. So it was me and two other girls who I just met on my trip, like my, my study abroad program, all of us like took intro to Mandarin class. So we didn't really speak Chinese and we were like, oh, we can go hike this three day gorge. Um, so we get to Tiger Leap and Gorge. It's the rainy season. So it's actually closed. Like they like, closed down the trail, but we see other people going. So yeah. we're like, if they can do it, we can do it. So like one day into the hike, probably half a day into the hike, we like run into a, a two group, two Chinese guys. They had hired like a, a guide. Anyway, long story short, we would have died in Tiger Leaping Gorge had it not been for these guys who basically adopted us. Like, so we got to a point where it was just landslides. Like they were just landslides. There was no way yeah. through. There was no way to go back. And because of that guide, we were able to get out of Tiger Leaping Gorge. But additionally on that trip, oh we stayed at a hostel one night and it was two people per room and they wouldn't allow us to have a third in our room. And we were broke. Like we had, we were college okay. students. We have no money. So I ended up splitting a room with the guide. So it's like me and some Tibetan man sharing a bed, sharing a shower, like in this room, just the two of oh us, he could have pulled a knife out and killed me. Um, but instead he saved my life and he got me out of Tiger Leaping Gorge. So I think that experience, I don't know if I've told my mom, I hope she doesn't listen to this because she would be mortified. But I think what it showed me is like, there is still goodness in the world. Like we mm -hmm. are so quick to judge people yeah. just because they're different or because we can't speak the same language. We just assume bad things are going to happen, but nothing yeah. bad happened. Like we slept through the night. We had a good, great slumber. And then he found a way for us to get out of the landslide and survive. Um, wow. That is amazing. So I think that just yeah. like transformed my, my appreciation of other people and other cultures. And just because a lot of people are bad yeah. in America doesn't mean people are bad everywhere. I mean, and vice versa, like not everybody's bad in America either. Yeah. So yeah. did that kind of going forward allow you to have more trust in people when you traveled? Probably. Yeah. In a way I probably shouldn't. Um, I mean, not that level of trust, right? Like that was probably <laughs> still dumb. I probably should have scrounged up like it was probably 10 us dollars for another room. Actually, I don't think there was another room. I think that was the issue. Um, uh, but yeah, I think it's made me more open to the idea of meeting people when I travel. I think the way my family and I grew up traveling, it was like, yeah, we're going to another country, but we're only going to talk to each other. Do you know what I mean? As opposed to going to a new country, right. maybe making yeah. new friends. Like I went to Mexico earlier this year and we met a couple, not even a couple, a group of friends at the hotel we were staying at. And we hung out with them the rest of the trip. Like hmm. we drove an hour to a restaurant and then, you know, we just like accepted new people and made new friends and we still keep in touch. So I think it did open yeah. my mind up to like travel doesn't have to be so insular. Like we're in a new country. Let's Yes. Let's, let's truly experience it. Right. Mm -hmm. And this is something that like a theme that comes up for me. It's like, you can plan your traveling, 
but it's those unplannable moments of like who you're going to meet or what might happen that really makes the experience more memorable, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And mm-hmm. I'm bad about that. I, I definitely overplan trips because I'm, I'm a little type <laughs> A, uh, but I'm trying to get better about that because you're right. Like those are usually the best moments in a trip is when you're like, all right, let's just like see where the day takes us. And then mm-hmm. who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows where you end up by the end of the night? Having room in your schedule for like your trail to go off, like your uh, your path to be a little helter skelter instead of straight. Right. right. So do do you have any adventures like or travel or like just anything in that realm planned that's coming up for you? Um, I always have a trip planned just because this is like in my DNA. My mom is the same way. I feel like I get sad if I don't have a trip to look forward to. So I always try to have a trip to look forward to. Um, so actually my, my fiance yeah. and I were getting married in a city called Oaxaca in Mexico. Oh yeah. I've been there. Oh, have oh, you? Nice. Oh, yeah. if you have any wrecks, let me know. So we're going there uh, the 6th of December through the 10th just for like some wedding planning things, but also to like explore. So I'm really excited about that. Um, Cause we went before for wedding planning, but it was like so busy that we didn't get a chance to like experience the city of Oaxaca. So I'm super, super excited about that. Um, That's uh, what made you choose there to get married? Oh my gosh. I don't even know if this is, I have a good, I I don't know. (laughs) Okay. So I had a patient, a physical therapy patient, maybe four or five years ago. And I think I was going to like Cabo for the weekend with my friends. And I don't know why we were, I saw this man one time for exactly one visit. And when I told him I, we were, I was going to Cabo, <laughs> he kind of like stopped me in my tracks and he was like, next time you go to Mexico, you have to go to Oaxaca. Like you're wasting your time in any other part of Mexico. It has the best people. It has the best food. It has the best culture. It's beautiful. I mean, he just went on and on. We probably talked about Oaxaca for like 45 minutes. And then I was like, okay, sir, thanks. Like have a great day. Good luck with your PT. <laughs> Um, and then I don't know, I just kind of became enthralled by Oaxaca. So when it was time to get married, we knew we wanted to do a destination wedding, but I didn't really want to do like the traditional beach wedding. Like I kind of wanted it to, I, I like new experiences. So I kind of wanted a place that would be a new experience for our guests. So Oaxaca just, yeah. So we, I asked my fiance, like, how would you feel about Oaxaca? And he was like, sure, whatever. Um, neither of us had ever been to Oaxaca at the time. But we found a wedding planner in Oaxaca and we decided we were going to get married in Oaxaca and the rest is history. Amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. That is, that's awesome. So you've never, you have never been. So at this point I have been, but when we, like we had already paid a deposit for our wedding planner, like. Yeah. Before we'd ever been to Oaxaca. We were like, because she only plans weddings in Oaxaca. Um, So we had committed to Oaxaca before ever visiting Oaxaca. Amazing. And ha- is it living up to everything that your PT patient yeah. said? Oh, absolutely. The food, like <laughs> even the, the little bit of food we had for like food tastings was phenomenal. Um, yeah. It's just like, it, it's so different awesome. from everywhere else I've been in Mexico that I just think people will oh, really appreciate it. Like they love art in Oaxaca. It's like the, the world capital of Mezcal. So there's Mezcal everywhere. It's just beautiful. Oh. It's kind of like a colonial town. I'm I'm so excited. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so it's so interesting because like from my outsider's perspective, I think we have different definitions of adventure because hearing you talk about your wedding in Oaxaca, to me, I'm like, this is a massive adventure. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe you don't see it that way. Yeah, I guess I guess I I didn't, but 
I guess, yeah, I guess you could use, to me, that's an experience. Like I, I want people to have an experience in Wallachia, but I guess for a lot of people, it would be adventurous. Like we certainly have a lot of family members yeah. who are like, like my, my mom, it took her three months to pr- pronounce Oaxaca correctly. Like she just like couldn't yes. wrap her head around this city that she'd never heard of. Um, so I think it will end up being an adventure for a lot of people, but I don't know. I just think the yeah. wedding will be more memorable if people are like going to a place they haven't been before and might not go back to, cause it's not like a traditional beach vacation. Exactly. It's, right. It's a beautiful yeah. city. And I don't know, I'm sure you've been there. So like this, it also just like feels Matt, like it feels something feels different in, in Oaxaca. It feels real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you, I'm curious now that we've like talked a little bit about how you have adventure, like when you're traveling, but how do you incorporate adventure in your everyday life? Mm, so that's a hard, that's hard. Um, we, we hike quite mm-hmm. a bit. Um, I have a knee injury right mm-hmm. now. So that's really like cut back our ability to hike, but we're fortunate that in LA we're very mm-hmm. close to like a lot of experiences. So we can drive two hours and then yeah. we can ski <laughs> and then like in our backyard is yeah. a beach. So we can, I can try to surf. Like I am, I'm an awful surfer. And every time I go, there's a moment where I think I'm drowning, but then I never drown. So (laughs) I guess it's fine. Um, So that's adventurous (laughs) for sure. Uh, But I actually had this conversation. I was listening to a, sorry, my answers are so long winded. I apologize. It's perfect. (laughs) I love it. It's great. So I was listening to this radio lab convert. Do you guys know radio lab? It's like an NPR podcast. Yep. And so yeah. they were talking to this girl about how she she goes to this Buddhist monastery and they were talking about how like the older you get, the faster time goes by, like your perception of time just moves mm-hmm. by more quickly. So how in life can you slow down time? And their recommendation was by like incorporating new experiences into your life, like every day, like mm-hmm. not every day, but like every once in a while do something outside of your comfort zone. Cause that makes you like stop. Even if it's as simple as like trying to brush your teeth with the opposite hand, it just like takes you out of your normal routine. Right. So it causes you to like pause and reflect a little bit more. So I actually started making a list for my fiance and I of like things we could do, you know, once a month or I'd love to do it once a week. That's probably not realistic, but once a month it's like, are things we've never done before or eat some food that we've never tried before, try a type of cuisine, like little ways we can like put new experiences into our life. So it doesn't feel like we're just doing the monotonous every day. Cause yeah, every day just kind of like runs into the next. And I don't want, I don't want every, my life to just run into the next day for the rest of my life. Yeah, totally. So what are some of the things on your list? Um, let's see. I could pull it up. I know one was a pottery class because I thought that'd be fun. We've never done pottery. Um, I Mm -hmm. really, really, really want to blow to like glass blowing. Cool. Oh, that would be really cool. Yeah, but that's actually really expensive. I found out. (laughs) But oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. But Um, well, you know, for a special occasion, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. go to a flower market and make bouquets. Like LA has like a downtown flower market mm-hmm. that has just like all the flowers in the world, mm-hmm. like make our own little individual bouquets out of the flower market. Um, learn how to make a new cocktail at home. So like something that's a little easier. Oh, that's a nice um, and then like a yeah. food and drink tour at home or, or food and drink tour. So like each, like for the appetizer, we go to one restaurant and then for the main, we go to one restaurant yes. for the dinner, we go to a different restaurant. So that's, that's what I've come up so far. 
if you guys have any more recommendations. Okay. I love those. I will add them to the and list. I just, those are so pretty. <laughs> I just have to say, you've like reframed something in my brain. So whenever I hear about couples going on like date nights, that for some reason that word triggers me. Like I just like, or not triggers, but I just don't like it. But when you put it <laughs> as your wanting to just experience something new in your life, in your relationship, that to me sounds way better than date night. Yeah. And that's kind of why I started doing this because, you know, you get into this thing where it's like date night literally just means we're going to a restaurant. Like we're eating out yeah. instead of we're eating yeah. at home. Like, and I don't know, that just yeah. gets kind of like, we're each still just sharing a meal, which I love eating out. Like I don't know, if Jeremy's listening to this, I love eating out, but <laughs> <laughs> wait is your partner's name jeremy? yeah is your partner's name jeremy those are uh, fine yeah they're they're good catches those jeremy's good yeah good jeremy good, good, good surfer men um <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's not great but he's he's working on it so yeah i i think <laughs> new experiences just make for a more meaningful date night because if you're gonna spend the money anyway you might as well spend yeah. it on doing something that you're going to remember that it's not just going to be like, all right, we sat two hours at a restaurant yes. and tried to come up with things to talk about. Mm-hmm. We could have yeah. just done that at home. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. He wants to go axe Everyone's throwing. Axe throwing is on his list, list, but I've done that. But... <laughs> Ooh, I've been axe throwing. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. I've been, he hasn't been. Really so I guess it'd be a good, yeah. it's still a good thing. Okay. When you visit a new place, is there anything that you're, you seek out? Food. Food. Yeah. As much as I just like, talked crap about about a meal as a date night I, I love food and particularly like love food in new like countries um traditionally yeah. at home I'm like I I eat only steak and beef like I don't eat any poultry I don't eat any pork but when I'm on vacation like I will I will veer outside of my normal like diet just because I feel like certain mm-hmm. places have I don't know, like their, their delicacies might be something I wouldn't normally eat, but I don't want to miss out on the experience of that country just because it's not within my normal, like dietary restrictions. So definitely food. Yeah. I love food. Mm-hmm. That's so yeah. interesting. So the, the steak and beef, is that like, is that cause poultry or pork doesn't agree with you or is it more of a health from a health perspective? Like what is <laughs> So I was actually pescatarian for like 10 years and I would always eat like a black bean burger or a, a you know, a vegetarian burger. And then I went to lunch with a friend and they convinced me to try their cheeseburger. I don't know how I like broke down and tried it, but they were just like, just try it. Like I prompted to like, just take one bite. You can spit it out. And I took one bite of that cheeseburger and I was like, wow. <laughs> this is what a cheeseburger tastes like. Like I just hadn't had it in so long. I <laughs> forgot a cheeseburger was that good. And I, it's, it's so, so good. good. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I could eat a cheeseburger every day. <laughs> and it, that just changed everything for me. I was like, how I can't deprive myself of this anymore. Now that I know what it tastes like. So I love that. And I just never like, oh my God, I, I never had a craving again for like poultry or pork, but yeah cheeseburger can't be missed yeah I mean you know beef and steak are probably the tastiest of meats yeah. so I can understand I can understand that you can eat a steak without any like you know extras mm-hmm. but with chicken you need extras and with pork you need you need stuff to like make it taste good yeah. but with steak it just, it just tastes good, good. Yeah. yeah salt and yeah. pepper it's all you need <clears throat> 
Exactly. exactly. <laughs> <It's> amazing. <laughs> Um, so Desi, okay. Yeah. So I'm loving this because, you know, we don't learn any of these things from watching the shows you've been on. And I'm just wondering, like, is there something that you wish people who do watch the challenge or who might've watched your survivor season knew about you that we don't know? Um, I just think overall, my personality isn't really shown on TV because my personality is never like messy. Mm. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not great reality television because I'm not going to get in a fight with someone. I'm not going to like, basically I'm not going to let anybody raise my blood pressure. I'm just like, Mm. I'm just going to walk away. Um, but I am fun. Like I'm fun. I like to dance. I like to have a good time. And I just think a lot of that isn't seen. Like you see me like, you know, strategizing. And I think I come off as like really, really serious. And I am type A, like I do know that about myself. Um, but I also know how to have a good time. So I wish that we're yeah. showing a little bit more like I've got a personality yeah. outside of just strategy and being calm all the time like I am calm but I think I think I'm fun that's the vibe I'm getting from this for sure that's it that's that is the hard thing about reality tv right like I feel like anytime I have watched it it's all just about the drama or like you know making people create fights just for ratings and so yeah, it would be nice to show the real side of people a little bit. Yeah, more. I have a very non-reactive personality, which is why I'm not good for reality television. Like yeah. I, I don't react. Um, I like step away yeah. and process and then I come back and have a normal conversation. So yeah. that sounds like a mature adult. <laughs> yes, exactly. It sounds like you're emotionally yeah, stable. Yeah. Not great for ratings, but good for everyday life for sure. <laughs> Good for your life. (laughs) But that being said, Desi, I feel like you, well, okay, this is just based on my own opinion, but I was going to say like, you're one of the favorites, even with you saying that you're not great reality TV, I feel like you are people's favorite, like within the seasons, you know, because they're rooting for you. I I don't know. There's something, there's something about you. I don't know if like it's magnetic or what, but I love that you're not involved in the drama and yeah just want to see you win. So there we go. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. That's, that's refreshing to hear. So yeah, maybe I guess if, if people like me, then that still works out in my favor. I don't have to be. Exactly. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, do you have any places you want to go that's on your wish list? Oh my gosh. I have so many places that are on my list. Like so many Belize. I haven't been to Iceland. Like, I don't know how I haven't been to Iceland. Um, much of Canada, like there's, I just found out about Jasper, which is, I guess, outside of Banff. And so I'm trying to convince my fiance, like, when can we squeeze this into our schedule? Um, Might not happen anytime soon. I've never been to Greece. There's a lot of Europe I haven't done. Uh, I haven't been to like Bali, even though I think it's like maybe overplayed at this point. Tons of places in Africa. I mean, I like I could literally go on all day long, like Zanzibar, Kenya, Egypt, like just so many places. Tokyo, like Japan, Uh, Okinawa and Tokyo. I just want to go everywhere. I just want to go everywhere. I think you and Didi are quite similar because again, people can't see your reaction here, but like you're smiling ear to ear (laughs) and like just flowing with it and listing off all these places. And Didi's the exact same, like having these wish lists. Yeah. I feel like I literally just like work to travel. Yes, I don't need a big house. Like, I, there's a lot of things I don't need, but I need to travel. I've got, yeah, yeah. There was um, 
a while ago. The, the only time I've ever been to LA, actually, my friend was staying there for the winter and she invited me to come. And at the time, like, you know, we didn't have very much money, but, and we needed a new dishwasher. And I was like, Jeremy, I'm sorry, but I'm not buying a new dishwasher. I'm going <laughs> yeah, to LA. Yeah. Just have to keep hand washing dishes for now. <laughs> I will hand wash the dishes. I don't yeah, care. <laughs> except when I'm going to LA. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what what is it about travel that you love? I I think just getting outside of your comfort zone. Like I, I think we get so every day just becomes so monotonous. Like when people are like, what day is it? I literally have to stop and like look at my calendar because every day becomes the same when you're doing the same thing every day. So mm-hmm. just being in a new environment, surrounded by new people, I think it just like almost feels like it stops time in a way that yes yes I love that yeah I don't know it's just for me it's the yeah it's the only one of the only times you get to truly just like stop and reflect and I do I I try to do that more often like if I see the sunset I always stop and I'm like how grateful am I like how blessed am I to be able to see the sunset but not Mm -hmm. the same as like when you're in Croatia watching the sunset you know (laughs) just (laughs) it, it just hits different it's yeah. different yeah. for sure for sure uh Didi, do you want to do the rapid fire round sure um okay so there's like five or six questions here that i'm just gonna ask and then you just rapid fire whatever your answer okay, is like one word answers or like it doesn't matter uh it doesn't okay. matter fiction or non-fiction fiction morning bird or night owl morning how do you start your day Mm, uh, exercise usually nice making my bed go-to exercise exercise. um so again right now I've got a knee injury so I basically can only do like Pilates Mm -hmm. um but before a little bit of everything like Pilates running swimming uh uh, yoga I love yoga nice so I like to switch things up tv show recommendation Mm. The first thing that popped into my head was Blackbird on Apple TV, but Apple TV has a lot of good things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Severance. Slow horses. I feel most alive when? On a boat in another country. <laughs> oh, on a boat in another country. That's <laughs> awesome. Do you prefer cold or hot vacations? Ooh. If I had to choose one hot, but I actually love them both. Yeah. Okay, finish this phrase. Adventures are important to me because. They make me, I want to say make me feel alive, but I think it's because of the question you just asked. <laughs> um, They make me grateful to be alive. Mm, I like Ooh. that. I like that distinction. Yeah. yeah. Um, the only other question I wanted to ask is like, do you have, when you go to travel somewhere, do you have any specific routines or things that you make sure never to leave the house without? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, other than your, their, your overall, like your prayer over and over again, as you sit in the seat. My, oh yeah, yeah, off. definitely that. I always, I have like a little bag that I keep on the airplane with me and it usually has like hand sanitizer moisturizer Mm -hmm. I hate for my hands to be dry Mm -hmm. especially on a plane so like moisturizer like a face moisturizer definitely Mm -hmm. chapstick chapstick is like 
huge in my life. Um, and then usually like a reusable water bottle. Uh, yeah. And yeah. traveling, something about travel. I don't normally have dry skin, but like when I travel, I just sucks all the moisture out yes. of me. I think it's the air in the airplanes and the airports is just so dry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm just wondering, Desi, if you have, or if you want to let people know where they can follow you, find more out about you, or if you have anything going on that you want people to know about. Yeah. I'll just say, follow me on Instagram, uh, Desi J Williams. I'm going to start trying to post more of like my vacations and my adventures that I've been on. I have a ton of footage, but I've just never done anything with it. Um, so I'm actually having a knee surgery in January. I'll be laid up for a while. So maybe during that period, I'll have time to like edit and put things together. Um, so please follow me, Desi J. Williams, also hosting a group trip next year. I'll be announcing that soon. So yeah, where are you going? Oh, can, yeah. Can you tell us more? I don't know if I, I I think it's still like awaiting final approval. So I'm not sure if I can say where yet, but like end of summer next year i'll be hosting a group trip fun yeah with lots of adventure and fun and some time to chill i'm very excited about it that's really cool it is one of my favorite places it's a place i've been before but okay oh my gosh okay yeah we have to keep our eyes open for that Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah thank you so much for being here this was awesome yeah thanks for Um, having me this is a fun conversation mm -hmm. and and okay, I should just ask though, are there any other travel experiences you've had that you didn't get to talk about that you might want to share? I mean, I've I've had a lot that are just, I've, I've been very fortunate to like travel a lot. And again, like that's what I save all my money for. Sometimes my fiance is like, do you feel like you need a designer bag or something? And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, don't, don't, don't spend it on a bag. Like, let's spend just it on buy a, a plane ticket. Yeah, exactly. Just buy a plane ticket, book the Airbnb. Um, but yeah, I mean, everywhere I've been to has been incredible. India. I had a lot of, Mm. a lot of eye-opening travel experiences in India. So I would say Mm -hmm. India is a good experience, but not for the faint of heart. Nope. Especially if you're trying to do it for cheap. I guess if you, if we would have, we backpacked through India. So we saw like the worst of the worst and, but had a great time. Also the best of the best though. Cause like, I feel like, I feel like, you know, there's, I sometimes feel like traveling, backpacking that kind of travel staying in hostels whatever is is kind of the best way to experience countries otherwise you're kind of sectioned off into a very specific experience of a country yeah yeah you're not wrong because I've talked to other people who who have been to India and I talk about my experience they're like I didn't see any of that like are you kidding me like there's poverty everywhere like everywhere yeah um so India Costa Rica I thought was amazing Mm -hmm. um Gosh, where where else do I love? I think the others we've talked about. Cool. Got it yeah. covered. Okay, cool. Well, if you're interested in a trip to Greece, we're going to Greece next year. Ooh, I think we may yeah. do that for our honeymoon, but we have Oh, that's such a good idea. It we is haven't locked idea. that in yet, so yeah, we'll see. We should. It'll be amazing. Uh, so Desi, one thing that uh, is a kind of a recurring theme in this podcast is that I really love show notes to give people visuals of what we talked about. So if if you have any um, picture, do you have any from like your hike in China or? Oh, so that's what I was like- going to say about I. That's why I kind of referenced the SIM card thing. So I actually let a girl on that trip borrow my SIM card because she had a nicer camera. And then she lost her camera. Oh, dang. 
So when I tell you there's not a single photo of Tiger Leap and Gorge, we don't have a oh, no. single photo of that of that adventure. So there's there's no photographic evidence at all, which is the saddest part of all. It's like great, but also it is ingrained in my memory. But I'll have to go back to Tiger Leap and Gorge so I can get some footage one day, maybe. Yeah. And hire a guide this time. Yes, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think that wraps it up. Well, good luck with your knee surgery. Thank you. And so I, I heard you say you're going to mm-hmm. Oaxaca in December, but when's the wedding? The wedding is June of next year. Okay. Yeah. So we've got some time. So, yeah. I should be oh, healed nice. by then. That's that's the goal. I'm like, I should just want to be good. able to walk down the island heels yeah. and then I will wear flats the rest of the night. <laughs> that's a good goal yeah. it was this yeah. like um is this knee injury uh something new for you yeah I mean so I've had two prior ACL reconstructions on the same knee but something happened during that challenge final um no. and I can't really like peg it to a certain moment in the final but after the final like my, my knee was never right again I haven't been able I literally have not been able to run since the final so <sighs> but it happens. Oh no. And probably needed to be like addressed. There was like this, there's no mm-hmm. way. I, I think it was like a buildup and that was like the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. Well, good luck with that. That sucks. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. Yeah. It should be, yeah. it's a big one, yeah. but it'll be fine. I mean, you've got all the resources to. Exactly. I'll do the PT. So it'll <laughs> yeah. be fine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Desi. Have That's a fine. good day. And good yeah. Nice to we'll, meet you. We'll be in touch. Nice to meet you too. Bye. 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 Thanks for being here with us today. Just so you know, subscribing to our podcast is like joining us on a journey, ensuring that you never miss a story. It's free and it's easy to do. So do it now. Keep exploring, keep creating, and most importantly, keep believing in the power of adventure. Bye. Bye.